This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. and welcome to Peace Witness on Radio Kidnappers and also broadcast through World Beyond War. And today we have a special guest from the Bay of Islands, Jane Stanfield, who is going to talk about her work, her interpretation of being a peace witness. Now before we start, we're going to have a opening karakia, which I will read in Te Reo Māori, which is the official language of Aotearoa New Zealand and recognised since 1840 and before that through the Treaty of Waitangi guaranteeing this language to be the language of this land. Etahui, Faiati Mataronga, Kiamarama, Kiafaitake, Namahi, Katoa, Tumaya, Tukaha, Aroha Atu, Aroha Mai. Tato i a tato katoa. For this gathering, seek knowledge for understanding. Have purpose in all you do. Stand tall, be strong. Let us show respect for each other. Kia ora. Kia ora, Jane. Kia ora, Liz. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Thanks for accepting. Now, Jane, you are a kerikeri business woman and a zero-waste granny, and also you... And your late husband built and ran a resort hotel in the Bay of Islands for 25 years, I believe. So, and recently you've got very interested and very committed in creating something really important for moving forward in this world, and in particular, the Go Peaceable movement. So hopefully, hopefully we can talk about that shortly, but um, just in general... Jane, what's exciting you at the moment? Well, I lots of things are exciting me. What's exciting me is I think 2022 is going to be a really positive year for humanity. I see the two things that have germinated during the last decade, two social processes, social media, of course, with its mycelia that, like fungal mycelia going through the ground, spread into almost every household in New Zealand, indeed almost every household around the world, it seems. So there's social media, but there's another thing that's happened in the last decade, and that's nonviolent communication, this amazing, radical, transformational way of interacting with people. And I see 2022 as the year the two of those come together to bear fruit. Okay, so that's, that is really exciting. And um, by the way, I note that you also see yourself, or you seek to be a thought leader, opening individual and collective capacity within our ecosystem to live in flow, respect and connection. So um, have you found that 
nonviolent communication or NVC as people call it is a really good tool for living that way? I think it's central to the way I live. I think having discovered about five years ago these tools of um, the NVC, the nonviolent communication approach, it's opened a, a whole new way of showing up in the world. I feel I can keep my integrity, be assertive, but hold spaces, safe spaces between me and other people. I think it's the most exciting thing out. So how do you use that on a daily basis, Jane? And how do you use it with people who might not know actually what it is? Is that necessary? Not necessary at all. I think for me, the most important thing, and I think of it like putting on a pair of swimming goggles, is being able to, when a wave of judgments comes my way, I can put on the swimming goggles and dive underneath the wave and come up in connection with the other person rather than getting as we would if we stood up to the wave, knocked over and knocked down. So one of the basic tenets of NVC, as I see it, is, this, is about judgment. So Marshall Rosenberg, who started NVC, said there is no information whatsoever about the person being judged in a judgment. And I think that's so important, I'm going to say it once more. There is no information whatsoever about the person being judged in a judgment. Last week, somebody told me that I was bullying them. I was able to realize that it was nothing to do with me. It absolutely reflected the space that they felt they were in at the time. Things were crowding in on them. And so somehow it became directed at me. But by going back and saying, you sound as if you're overwhelmed at the moment. Is there anything I can do to help? We reconnected. Five years ago, if somebody had told me that I was bullying them, I'd probably have reacted. I'd either have run away or cried or attach them back in some other verbal way. Well, you're a such and such, but I don't need to do that now because I have this understanding about judgments. It's just exciting. Yes. So if somebody tells you you're a bully, Jane, like you, the example you just said, are you able to immediately come up with the correct response which is, you know, not to take it on board, but to see it as something that they're going through. Is that how it works for you? Or, or do, you, it, do you have to think about it and come back to them? Um, it's getting easier. Month by month, it gets e easier. As soon now as I hear a judgment, I think I just switch into compassion for the other person. Marshall Rosenberg calls judgments a tragic expression of unmet needs. And so I guess I look for the sort of treasures 
what those unmet needs are in the person that's using judgmental language. That's exciting. And what's mm. really exciting is using it on social media. Tell me about that. How does that work? Well, just for to find out if it works, I've been for the last two years choosing the most aggressive and abusive person that I can find in a comment on Facebook or Twitter and responding to their judgments with by creating a safe space, by by responding to what I think their needs are underneath the judgments. For instance, a few weeks ago, an abusive, anti-vaxxing, gun-toting Republican who was really being quite hostile to the well, to everyone who read his comments, it turned out after about six back and forth on Twitter, he turned out to be a father with a young daughter that was just about to get, go to school, and he was anxious about her future. We started to connect as parents. I find it exciting. Hmm. And have you had much feedback from other people about, you know, your approach? Is it... Um is it is it something that people find unusual, or have have has, have people noticed it? And do you get what do they say in response? Yeah, thank you for that question. Last week, um, somebody on Twitter said, "Just noticed you followed me. I'm wondering why, because they had a completely opposite point of view to my own." But then they went on to say, though we did have the most opposed yet peaceful debate I've probably ever had. <laughs> and somebody else who wanted me to watch a 30-minute video that I said I hadn't got time for said, a tweet will not do the explanation justice. It was about their views on vaccination. But thanks for your open-mindedness, which is sadly rare. So I think it's what people are wanting. People don't want to be judgmental and abusive. They just don't know how else to meet their needs. And is it something that you need to be aware of yourself that all your needs are met for you to be able to respond or interact in this way? Absolutely. Absolutely, and I think to do it by oneself with nobody else doing the same sort of thing that would be tricky. My vision for 2022 is for a hashtag Go Peaceable movement on social media and elsewhere. And I think that the best way would be for people to get into groups of three, like a little pod, and say, yeah, we're going to try this. We're going to try sort of like putting a go peaceful, peaceable sticker, peaceable meaning conflict is absent from the space, a go peaceful sticker on their forehead. So if things weren't easy, then you'd check in with one of your pod and say, oh, what would you do in this situation? Or I'm feeling exhausted. Can you, can you take over? 
So I think we need to help each other. Mm. Did you say you put a sticker on your forehead? Well, I'm saying metaphorical sticker on my forehead saying hashtag go peaceable. Okay, yeah, got it. And um, I believe you've got some tools of the trade, Jane, that you do take around sometimes. You've already mentioned your goggles and I believe you also have a hula hoop and a skipping rope. What are they for? It's when I'm talking about nonviolent communication and the go peaceable concept. The hula hoop, well, imagine standing with a hula hoop around you and keeping that space within the hula hoop as a peaceable non-conflict zone. It's judgment-free. So where it touches up against someone else, I'm interacting with, I'm going to hold that space between us. I'm going to make sure it's judgment-free, that it's a safe space for any opinion, any belief, any worldview the other person has. I'm going to honor their dignity. I may well not agree with their view, but I'm going to hold the space between us as conflict-free. So that's my hula hoop. It's just a visual way of saying that all around me is a conflict-free zone. Yes. And the skipping rope, the skipping rope's about practice. If you're going to keep fit, you need to practice. And where's the best place to practice? On social media. It's much easier to respond on social media because you can take your time. So I recommend people signing up to social media, to whatever platform they like, in order to practice creating conflict-free dialogue. It's fun. It's exciting. It sparks huge joy in me and, I think, the other person when we have a conflict-free dialogue. It sounds transformational, Jane. I believe it is, and I think it's fun. That's the most important thing. And so So 2022, Mm. it's time to have fun. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people would agree with you on that one. So so how much time do you spend a day on social media, and is it something that you monitor and limit? Um, I don't have a lot of time for social media, it limits itself because I prefer to be out kayaking or on my bicycle or meeting with friends or um, walking, going for a walk and picking up rubbish. I'm a zero waste granny, of course, so I've got one of those picky uppy things where you can just use a sort of hand tool and it will pick up things from the ground. So when I walk into town, I tend to take a bucket, put on my high-vis vest, which says zero waste granny on the back of it, and off I go picking up litter on the roadside. So um, maybe an hour a day, not more. Hmm. What about you? That's reasonable. That's far far too much time on the internet, I have to say. But um, lots of emails as well and, yeah, lots of people. 
Emails um, so, are a bit of a scourge. Yes. So I guess what you're describing is, is part of the way that you integrate your love and care for the environment and your love and care for people. Yes, I think, thank you for that thought. I think it's the same thing. I think it's about flow. I think everything we do can either create flow between me and the seabirds. If I pick up rubbish, somehow our connection gets closer if I'm picking up cigarette butts and thinking that no longer will those seabirds be feeding them to their chicks, somehow the flow increases. And I think with nonviolent communication, the flow increases. If I throw rubbish out of the car window, somehow there's a little bit of a drop in flow with the natural world. And the same, if I tell somebody they're stupid, the connection, the flow between us drops out a bit. I like the flow, so I do what I can to encourage it. Yeah, good on you. So you're, you're obviously excited about the year coming up, 2022. And, yeah, so I guess it's coming after, I guess, two quite difficult years because of what's been happening globally and locally and nationally, etc., um, I'm just curious why you think that it is going to be so much better next year for for everyone. I think that the very devastating times that we've had, that we're still in, that have caused so much hardship and now so much dissension, I think there's a bubbling up in people of wanting something different. Charles Eisenstein talks about the more beautiful world our hearts know is possible. And I think that that's really people are more conscious than ever. I think there's a the time we're on the edge of a shift in consciousness where people are saying, we want something different. What can we do differently to create this shift? And that's where I think hashtag go peaceable comes in. You know that quote by Rumi, the 14th century poet? Mm -hmm. Out beyond right doing and wrong doing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. For me, nothing's changed since he said that. That's what I want to be doing, meeting people in that field. And I think others are moving into that field too. It is incredible that that's a thought that that was expressed all those centuries ago. Mm. I don't think people have changed very much. I think 10,000 years ago when... Research shows that when hunter-gatherers started to decline, that was when collaboration between people started to decline, when domination, when judgment, when 
stop at not no longer sharing resources, but keeping resources to oneself and to one's group started. But I think underneath it, collaboration is what we're naturally inclined to. Put two one-year-olds together that have never met each other before with toys to one side, the one closest to the toys will naturally give one to the person, to the little person next to them. We're born to be collaborative, but we're habituated out of it. We're habituated into judgment. But so if we're habituated into judgment, I think we can be habituated, we can habituate ourselves out. That's my skipping rope. That's social media. That's nonviolent communication. And I think 2022 people will be choosing to practice something different. It's exciting. Thank you so much, Jane. That's, that's wonderful. What you've shared with us today is just truly magnificent, and I thank you very much. And I'm going to close with a karakia. Ka whakaeria te tapu, ka watia ai te ara, kia tūruki whakataha ai, kia tūruki whakataha ai, huie taike. Restrictions are moved aside so the path is clear to return to everyday activities, enriched, unified and blessed. Nami hinui, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou. Tēnā koutou katoa. Tēnā koe, This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.